All right, all right. What's good, everybody? How's everyone doing? It's your favorite real estate broker, Alex Medina. We are here live on our very, very first episode of the Northwest Real Estate Beat. That's right. You heard it. The Northwest Real Estate Beat. So I'm going to get into that and let you know what that's all about. Um, but first, I'm going to kind of let you know a little bit more about myself here um, and where I come into the equation. So a lot of y'all know me as um, a DJ, uh, music producer here in Seattle. I've done a lot of work with MTV and VH1. I've done a lot of placements with them and done a lot of work on their television shows. Um, but many people don't know that I also have my real estate license and that I'm a licensed real estate broker in Washington. So I'm pretty much putting together my love for music and my love for real estate and putting it all together to bring you this show. So we're going to be talking about real estate, but at the same time, we're going to be playing my beats in the background. And a lot of these beats are the same beats that you heard on MTV and on your favorite shows like Cribs, Once Upon a Prom, uh, Ten on Top. I mean, you can go forever on the amount of shows you've heard these beats on. But today you're going to hear the beats on this show. And we're just going to go over your favorite issues um, pertaining to the Seattle real estate industry, questions about how to buy your first home, questions about how to list your home, who to list it with, um, many different platforms. We're just going to cover everything. Um, today, we're going to talk more so about the Seattle market and give you the updates that we have going on in this uh, this week. We're also going to cover Tacoma. We're also going to cover um, Bellevue as well. So let's just get started here. The first thing I want to cover and talk about is, for lack of a better term, uh, this whole gentrification thing that's going on in Seattle um, that's pushing out and pushing out to Tacoma. So I'm not sure if a lot of you guys have noticed or have been um, looking around and, and, and you know talking to your friends and family members about where they're purchasing their first homes. But um, it seems to me that right now, Tacoma is the hottest place to buy a home right now in the whole United States of America. So we're going to tap into why that's you know why that's going on right now. Um, and so first thing I want to talk about is this article that I read in the Seattle Times um, that pretty much goes over um, exactly what I'm talking about. And here's a quote um, from Mario, who was uh, interviewed on the Seattle Times. And this is what he says. He says, Seattle Lights buying power has been displacing those with lower incomes who are in our community already. So, I mean, you don't know what that means. That's pretty much what that's saying is there. Yeah, yes, there are a lot of jobs in Seattle. Yes, that's awesome. But um, essentially, the people that already live there, because of the, the amount of jobs in the economy, they can't afford to live in those same neighborhoods anymore. So the rents are growing up. Uh, the taxes are growing up. The foods are growing up. The goods are growing up. And everything's going up in terms of price. Um, and they're essentially not able to afford to live in the homes that they lived, for, lived there, uh, lived in for the whole lives. And so that's essentially what's going on. Um, I, I saw this report um, online that read that I think it was 70% of people that are buying new homes in Seattle are not from Seattle. So let me say that again. About 70% of people purchasing homes in Seattle are not from Seattle. So what's that say? Well, what's happening to the 70% of people that are selling your houses? Where are they moving? Right? So that's why Tacoma has been so strong. Um, all the people from Seattle that are selling their homes are essentially looking at Tacoma to purchase properties. Uh, another thing, a lot of people that are getting jobs in Seattle are starting to see that, man, I can get the same house, if not bigger or better, for a lot less in Tacoma. 
um, you know, you're taking a 2,500 square foot home, um, that same 2,500 uh, square foot home in Tacoma will run you about 250 to 350 range. Um, but that same home in Queen Anne, exact same square footage, same exact size yard, we're looking at close to a million dollars, right? So that's the difference. Um, and so that's why people are choosing to move to markets like Tacoma. Um, same home, if not more, for a lot less. And not only that, Tacoma, I mean, they got a really nice waterfront now. They got a really nice community now. They're doing a really good job of cleaning that city. I mean, Tacoma, for, for those of you who are from here, has never had a good rap. And so Tacoma's always had somewhat of a bad rap. But I found in the past four or five years that Tacoma is actually the place to be. It's, it's actually the place to be. So um, if you haven't looked at Tacoma for your first time, I would, I would actually look in that direction right away because the prices are going up really fast and they're only going to go up uh, from there. So uh, just something to point out there for you. But yeah, um, Tacoma, hot spot. I would definitely recommend going in that direction. Um, the cool thing about Tacoma also is that it's not that far from Seattle. So if you have a job in Seattle, I mean, it's only like a 20 minute commute, 20, 20 minute commute uh, from Tacoma to Seattle, depending on traffic. Traffic could be 40 to 50 minutes. But I mean, when you're, you know, it's the difference between a million dollar home and a $300,000 home. I mean, you can afford a lot more. I mean, that extra gas that you have to pay every day. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming for what you save, that's well worth it. Um, another thing that we're noticing though is there's been a lot of displacement in Tacoma as well. So we have a lot of lifelong residents that have lived in Tacoma and essentially are seeing the same thing that people in Seattle are seeing in that they're being displaced and they're going to areas like Hoquiam, down south, areas like that, even in the middle of some places like in the Auburn and locations like that. So I know a lot of people in Tacoma are like, man, why are all these people from Seattle moving here? And I'm sure they're not happy. I, I saw an article in the Seattle Times that said a lot of people from Tacoma are actually not happy that people from Seattle uh, are moving to Tacoma. So um, there you have it. So I'm going to go over some numbers here with you uh, as far as the Seattle uh, market update goes. Uh, let's see. I got some information from the John L. Scott real estate uh, page because I am a John L. Scott real estate broker. And I do got some data here to share with you guys as far as the Seattle housing update. So this is for September. Um, it's the first of the month, or uh, so we don't have that much data for October yet, but this is for September. And I'm looking at Seattle, and I'm going by price range. So uh, so these are homes that went pending in the first 30 days. So percentage of homes that went pending in the first 30 days in Seattle, and this is by price point, all right? So in the, uh, 200, uh, the zero to 250K mark, there was a 73% increase in sales or impending uh, in the first 30 days. So that's right, 73% increase in pending sales for properties that were zero to 250K. Now, a lot of that could be those are just land, those are investment properties. So that makes total sense. Uh, now, the 250 to 350K mark uh, in Seattle, that was pretty strong. That was quite strong. There was a 50% increase year over year. Uh, in the 350 to 350k mark there uh, when it comes to 350 to 500k uh, it's a strong market there as well there's a 47 uh, percent increase there um, now when it comes to the 500 to 750k looks like we have a, we had a bit of a surge there uh, looking at 52 percent to 56 percent uh, surge there and as far as the 750k to the 1 million k market homes that went pending in the first 30 days um, 
that was uh, that went up 56% year over year. So that's looking really, really strong. Now, something that kind of surprised us is the, that the houses in the 1 million mark plus kind of weren't as strong as the other uh, price points. But, you know, a lot of us, you know, don't have that much moolah. And it's a smaller percentage. I think it's a 10%. So um, there you have it. That's a Seattle housing update. It's, a, it's up 49% uh, from last year overall. Now, if you're asking, well, is it a great time to buy a house? I mean, when's it a good time to buy a house? Well, right now is actually a great time to buy a house when it comes to your interest rates. Um, let's go over some interest rate data here. Uh, so we're, I'm going to go back as far as, let me see here. I'm looking at my computer here. Uh, 20, 2004, and we're going to jump to 2009 and 2014 and 2018. So this is data that we pulled from these years. So this time, uh, this day, same time in 2004, the interest rates were at 6.10. All right. So in 2009, the interest interest rates were at 5.3. Um, in 2014, the interest rates were at 4.33. In 2018, just last year, uh, we were at 4.78. And today, the interest rates are ridiculous. They're close to 3.55. So if you ever thought, hmm, When's a good time to buy a home? Based on this history right here, I'd say right now is a perfect time to buy a home. Um, Seattle is a great market to be in, but Tacoma is an amazing market to be in right now. So uh, if, you, if there are any brokers out there in Tacoma, give me a call. I want to hear about your experience in Tacoma. Um, I'd love to hear all about it. Now, let me jump into the Bellevue uh, numbers here. So give me a second while I pull those up for us. Gotta go through my files here. And yeah, we're live, so um, this is how we do it. Live in effect with my, man, with my engineer, Chad Chetta. So I'm pulling up some more numbers here. Let me go, go to my pictures. Where are they at? Uh, September. All right, so I'm talking to myself here, but here we go. Pulling up now. It's rendering, there we go. East side, so this is these are the numbers for the east side. Um, they look similar. So for the zero to 250K mark, um, it was about 73% increase year over year. Uh, 250 to 350K, we're looking at 62% increase. 350 to 500K, uh, we're looking at, I'd say about a 46% increase. And 500 to 750K mark, 50%. So we're having a surge there. And the 750 to the 1 million mark, it's about 48.4% there. Um, so yeah, there you have it. Those are your updates for, for today for those areas. Uh, we're going to be jumping into some uh, questions. Now, I did have um, a few people online come and reach out to me and ask me a few questions. I even have my engineer here, Chad, uh, who had some interesting questions about um, you know, purchasing home and, and first home. Uh, a lot of us, you know, aren't homeowners yet. That's yeah. the key word yet. Is that right? Exactly. So I got my man... Uh, well, guest special guest and my engineer today chad anderson yes sir who's just like hey man I, you know what's up with this first home deal i've had some friends talking about it like what what's got yeah what do we gotta do because my thing is um i want to buy my first home right yep so like my main thing is um i know the big thing that comes with that is your credit score so what kind of credit score do you need to to purchase a home that's that's an excellent question and it comes up a lot um for first-time first home buyers, um, there are programs out there, and I've seen where you can get a home for as low as a 580 credit score. So for FHA, it's 580 and above. Mm -hmm. 
for a conventional loan, you're looking at like a 620 or higher. Okay. Um, so that's about the average there. All right. Yeah. All right, that's good info right there. I needed yeah, so, to know so that. So a good way to get the credit right, uh, I got some recommendations for you there, if not already, is uh, Credit Karma. Yeah. So if you you don't have a Credit Karma app on your phone, I would recommend getting Credit I got Karma. That. I got Perfect. That. So you, you, we already know you're working on it, so that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, got some, to. So, yeah, right? Some tips about credit. Now, a lot of us don't know that um, if you have credit that's over six years old, you can actually call in and dispute that. Through the through like through the credit karma and through the Equifax, and get that taken off your credit report, exactly. and that's going to help increase your score like a significant amount. So if you guys are listening out there, and have old credit, remember if it's six years or older, call the creditors. Call or not? Don't. I'm sorry. Do not call the creditors. Whatever you do, do not call the creditors directly. <laughs> I repeat, do not call the. So creditors you, directly. So you mean dispute it like on the app? Right. Correct. Gotcha, gotcha. So you go through the app and you can dispute that mm-hmm. um, credit report and they can take it off. And what you say is it's it's more than uh, six years old. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. And uh, one more question is um, like, what would you need for a down payment? Like, if you if you have your credit right, um, you know you know how much money you need. Like, how much do you need? down payment wise that's that's a great question now it all may vary the average is about three to five percent um that's typically like what you see in a conventional but there are programs out there where there are no down payments um so there are some uh, programs that you can get into that will help you out with your first um down payment on your first home right um so it all varies but typically we're looking at three to five percent but there are programs that can help us out with your first down payment on your first home. So if you have a house at twenty two hundred thousand, um, <clears throat> you wouldn't have to pay that whole two hundred thousand. Like I would think, if you're buying a home, you would give them the whole two hundred, right? Right. Uh, so what happens when you when you apply for a loan is they're gonna they're gonna loan you that amount, but they want to see that you're good on paying that amount. Mm-hmm. So they want to make sure that you're able to afford the monthly payments. Oh, so it's all about the monthly payments. So you're paying the loan, people. Correct. They're paying the house off. You're okay. Right. So technically, the bank owns the home until you pay the whole thing off. Gotcha. Right. And the down payment, what that helps, is, where that helps, is it helps with your monthly uh, payments. So let's say um, you you can only afford, uh, like, say, two thousand five hundred a month, right? Right. Um, Oh, what happens is, whoa, I got to call my phone. phone. (laughs) I lost my train of thought there, brother. I was telling you about, what was I telling you? Oh, I was telling you about your, um, the credit score and how to get that and your down payment. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, essentially, uh, two to 3%. And, um. Yeah, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) Woo! But we all live. That's that's how it is right here. I was saying. We live. um, Yeah, I'm kind of, kind of. Yeah, I'm all over the place also. But I was more so worried about, um, <clears throat> well, you pretty much answered my question, right. Dina. Because uh, my question was, I thought you had to pay the whole amount off right, uh, for your home. But then you told me, like, the bank was kind of the middleman. Right. And you have to really pay them off. Right. Yeah, they, and, and my analogy was uh, the reason why you would want to hire down payment, I, thank you, uh, is so that you can keep your monthly payments lower. Right. So like so let's say you're paying tw- you can afford twenty five hundred a month, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's you know two, the whole two hundred thousand is you know three thousand a month. If you put a large down payment, then maybe be able to get those payments down to twenty five hundred a month. Mm-hmm. That way you can afford to buy the house. Okay. 
I got so that, you. that's the way that works. So I appreciate you bringing me back to earth on that. Yeah, I, I lost you. my train of thought, man, man. on that bad boy. But that's because we're live in effect, right? That's, we're really this live. is a live show. Really uh, we could have pre-recorded it, but no, that's not fun. It's funner when you're live on air, yeah. and it's just more genuine. And if anybody uh, have any questions, leave them in the comments, and then Medina could. Yeah, and another thing on the um, on buying your first home is that you also have the ability to use your assets. So um, a lot of us have been working our same job for the past couple of years, mm-hmm. and don't realize that. Well, we have four hundred one ks that we sign up for with our jobs. And with those 401ks, people don't realize that you can actually take out as much as you want and apply it towards your first home, and there won't be any tax penalties on it. So that's correct. Correct. Yes. So once again, Uh if you have a 401k and you've been paying into that, you got some money in there, and you're looking to buy your first home, there are, you know, and you want to use that money for your down payment, well, you can use that money and there won't be any tax penalties for you using that for your first home so how would you be able to access that uh through your 401k account so a lot uh, a lot of us have it uh, 401k.com and you just go in there and and uh ask for a withdrawal uh, and then the withdrawal um you pretty much tell them what it's for okay. and once they realize what it's for they they can apply their taxes accordingly and being that it's for the first home there's not going to be any tax penalties for doing so dope Dang, you're giving me all the game, man. There we go. So, we, yeah, plenty of game. Plenty of game for you. Yes, yes. Uh, so there you have it. A little bit about the Seattle market, a little bit about the Tacoma market, a little bit about Bellevue, a little bit about, a little bit about your first time home buying process. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go over some quirky stories here. I got some fun quirky stories here. Um, so this is an experience that I had when I was uh, doing an open house over in Woodby Island. And uh, I was doing an open house. And my client had, she had cats. And so, you know, the cats, they have the little open, opening doors where they can come walking in and out. And, uh, you know, I was giving people tours and walking them around and in the living room. And I had like three or four guests already that came in and saw the house. And this one lady comes up and she's like, she just like looks all scared and frantic. And she just looks at me and she's like, bathroom, scary. And I'm like, bathroom scary like <laughs> what, is, what does that mean <laughs> bathroom scary I'm, I'm sitting in the open house i'm like showing people the house and i'm just wondering like what the heck does that mean and she was like she had this weird look and i was like i've never had anyone look at me that, like that and just say this so i go in I'm, I, I check i'm like all right so I'll, I'll, i look in the bathroom open the door i don't see anything i walk in and all of a sudden i, I notice in the corner of the bathtub there's like blood mm-hmm. so i open the curtain and there's blood Everywhere. Oh no. Everywhere in the bathtub. What? Yeah, just blood all over the bathtub. All over. And I look mm. around and I'm like, holy cow, that's a dead bird on the floor and his head was popped off. Uh so uh, yeah. <laughs> so ap- apparently <laughs> the cat decided it would be a good idea to bring yeah. a bird in during my open house and and uh, bust his head open and make him bleed all over the bathtub. And all my guests were like horrified. They were just terrified. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, of course I didn't sell the house that day. I mean, <laughs> how was I going to sell the house? The cat. Yeah, honey threw, house. Honey. Yeah, the cat threw me under the bus, man. Uh, he hated on you, man. He did. He did, man. So, <laughs> that, yeah, that's my that's my funny story of the day. But did so, you did you end up selling the house? Eventually it sold. Oh, well, just not that day. There you have it. Just not that day. Gotcha, gotcha. That's a good story. Any other questions you have about buying your house for the first time, your first home? Um... Of course, I got plenty of questions, man. Um, 
first thing off off my mind is like why why necessarily is it so expensive in seattle now like that's that's a great question it's uh all the people that there are getting higher paying jobs mm-hmm. that are moving in higher paying jobs means that people are going to start charging more for goods right so now the you know, it messed it all up. Food's gonna be more expensive. The clothing's gonna be more expensive. It's been all the products are even more expensive. Yeah, and our, we and we've been living here our whole lives, so we've been paying the same amount our yeah, whole lives, right? So we're yeah. used to paying the same amount our whole lives, exactly. and all of a sudden, overnight, Boom. everything's expensive. Yeah. I can't. We can't even afford to live in our own city no more, right? That's sad. It's a, it's you know it's a sad realization sad. that's like, happening. I was driving through the. Uh, through the central area the mm-hmm. other day, man, and and it really like was sad driving through there, like, yeah. bro, like everything's tore down, all the history, all the things you remember is gone, and and like a question that comes to my mind is, um, so if Tacoma's hot right now, right, they're the hot new market, mm-hmm. um, what, what it. Eventually, their rents and stuff is going to increase too, right? That's correct. That's exactly what's happening in Tacoma as well. So, so if they get, so if people get pushed out of Seattle and pushed to Tacoma, and then pushed out of Tacoma, then what? There's a that yeah. There's Hoquiam. <laughs> <laughs> there's Auburn. That's where they're right. going. That's where people are going. So they're either yeah. going in the middle yeah. or down south more. Yeah. Uh, so so like let's say in, in Georgetown and South Park. Um, all the all the community that used to live there, they all now live in Burien mm-hmm. or Federal Way mm-hmm. or Des Moines right. or, or Nozer. Right. So they're kind of getting pushed Over, down. Yeah, Redondo. Uh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. And I'm seeing a lot of um, people moving to Renton and Kent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So right right now, I'd, I'd say that the probably the safest and best market to be in would probably be Renton. Renton, right. kind of by Newcastle area. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's the safest area. Would you consider Renton and Bellevue like the same, like same kind of genre? Like they, well, it's kind of well, it's kind of like, um, yeah, well, it's kind of like South Park and Georgetown, where it, the, Georgetown and South Park had the the worst rap in mm-hmm. the city. Nobody wanted to go to Georgetown. Nobody yeah. wanted to go to South Park. It's yeah. just the ghetto or whatever <laughs> you want to say, right? That's a- and now that's where everybody wants to go. It's like artsy and fun. Um, well, that's the same for, for uh, Renton. Renton was a place like on the east side where people were like, oh, we don't want to go to Renton. It's kind of, you know, not safe or whatever you want to say, this right, and that. Right. And eventually, and, and now, Renton's actually the place to be. I, we call it the New South Bellevue in the real estate game. Yeah, um, I love Renton. Shout out to Renton. Yeah, shout out to Renton. So Beautiful. I do a lot of business out there. It's a lot of, a lot of fun out there. But yeah, it's essentially the same thing that happened at South Park in Georgetown. Uh, in Seattle, on the east side here with Renton, and you know if if you own a home here, they're probably start. We're feeling the same thing. I've been here for ten years as a homeowner, and in Renton that is, and I'm feeling the same heat. They're saying things are yeah. getting more expensive, and yeah. I'm like, man, we're, you know, and where are the where are all these people coming from? You know, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely. They're, they're, so yeah, it's just overcrowded, man. It's getting overcrowded, but that's um, it's good for the outside cities. It's, it's good for the Tacomas. It's good for the Auburns. It's good for the Hoquiams and places like that because eventually it'll all come come uh, together. Yeah. But it looks like we have a couple minutes left, so we're just gonna wrap this up. And um, 
I appreciate you guys tuning in to the very first episode of the real estate. Of, I'm sorry, the Northwest Real Estate Beat. Yeah. And that's going to be at 12.30 p.m. every Tuesday. And I'm going to do this every Tuesday. Just kind of update you guys on the market. Uh, talk about the latest news and gossip. Uh, tell you some crazy stories. And then I'm also going to have more guests on with me. And uh, I appreciate Chad Anderson for coming on uh, this, the show with me today and kind of yeah. going over first time home buyer questions with the audience so hey, thanks a lot for coming on hey this is an opportunity for me man to, to get some knowledge because you know homeowners what i want to be and that's what you're so. going to be because you're messing with the right guy right here Come buddy on, man. so tap in northwestrealestateradio.com uh you can find me on instagram at producer alex medina that's at producer alex medina and once again northwestrealestateradio.com you can tap in every 12 30 tuesdays PM PST. We're going to be talking real estate. Uh, if you uh, want to be a sponsor, if you're out there and you hear this, you want to be one of our sponsors, reach out to me. That's at producer Alex Medina on the Instagram. Yeah. And we'll talk about it. So uh, I appreciate your time. Um, we're going to be tapping out here pretty soon. And it's a wrap. Tune in next week. Bam, bam. Let's go. <laughs>